Welcome in, everybody, to the Chillin' for Our Lives podcast. I'm your host, Electricity Wave, and today we are joined by, of course, my co-host, Stadium Beats. Woo. But today, we have a very special guest. Uh, met him through TikTok. Very fun, you know, nice, joyful guy. You know what I mean? He's just like one of those guys that you just want to, like, hug. And he has that very, like, warm feeling about him. Uh, like a nice aura. And we're very happy to have him on. Uh, content creator, streamer. Um, and he, he's really like doing super well on TikTok. It's going well for him. Um, so we want to kind of find out more about what he's all about and his thoughts on certain topics. So if you guys are interested in that, uh, make sure you stick around. Today we have Deadly Dill. Welcome in, Beverly. Welcome on in, what is, up? On in. what is up, guys? It's good to have what you, man. What is up with you? Yeah, no, seriously, super excited to be here today with y'all. Um, starting off, like, uh, you know, TikTok's been doing really well. Um, I wanted to ask, or actually Sean wanted to ask about the beard. Yeah, uh, I feel like that's that. the, that's the, <laughs> yeah. fir- I feel like that's gotta be the first thing that people notice with the, maybe on the podcast, I bet their first thought is like, all right, we got Mike and Sean again, tuning mm-hmm. in and chilling for our lives. Let's see what they're up to. Oh shit. We got a beard and a half on this, on the oh, pod this right. week. We got a so, giant uh, ginger beard. Hell yeah. Giant. So, um, I, I don't know. I I could probably ask you for about an hour, some beard questions, but we're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. I've got just, I've just got a little stubble going on. That's kind of what I'm rocking, but Hey man, I know something. Hell yeah. People love the beard. Uh, chicks dig the beard. Dudes love the beard. So do you like have a daily routine where you really keep it up or are you just blessed with like, I don't have to do anything and it's still this fantastic. Um, I'm just blessed a thousand percent. So I actually, but I actually, Mm -hmm. I mean, people have been sending me like, it's so funny, dude. Like, so when I started, I'll have to send, I'll have to post a picture on, on somewhere. But like when I started growing the beard, it was right when my son was born. Like I still had, I had a beard, but it wasn't like detached from my face. If that makes sense. It was still like on the chin and everything Mm -hmm. and kind of a little more scrubble. And it's kind of grown with the process of streaming. Um, and so ever since like my beard's gotten super big, like everybody's like, I literally have had like 10 people in my DMs being like, dude, can I send you my beard product? Dude, can I send you my beard product? Dude, can I send you my beard product? And so, um, but now though, they're out here, (laughs) but now I do have, um, kind of routine. I do wash it. Um, every other day I do put oil in it. I do brush it. Like I have a beard brush Mm -hmm. that I use on stream. So. I mean, nice. so yeah, so it's not, it don't have like a dedicated routine. Like this is what I'm going to do. It's more so like, Hey, I'm taking a shower. Let's wash the beard. Let's make it look, look nice. But you can definitely mm-hmm. tell though, if I don't brush it, like I have to brush the beard. Mm-hmm. If it's not brushed, it looks all natted on one side and it doesn't right. look like as fresh as it does in my profile pic. Like, you know, so. I swear you, you, so, oh, you can go, yeah. Do you use shampoo or a specific beard wash or do you condition it? I do. Use, I use a beard wash. Okay. Here's hmm. a beard wash. It, it, uh, it makes it nice and fluffy, man. Nice and fluffy, it's baby. It's gotta, gotta be fluffy. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm able to shape it. Like, And I use a, I use beard balm, too. So that way mm-hmm. it stays shaped and everything like that and throughout the day and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah. If I'm if yeah. I'm ready to roll, like, for streams, too, like, especially if I'm streaming, like, you better believe I haven't showered that day, hopping in the shower, getting the beard mm-hmm. looking, looking nice. Mm-hmm. Because uh, nice. legitimately, I've had people like they'll stop by my stream or like they're trying to find someone to raid, and they'll come and raid me and be like, "Yo, how'd you find the channel?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, we saw the beard and we wanted to raid you." So I'm like, <laughs> "Sick, dude!" <laughs> so that's nice. pretty funny, dude. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, because they only have like when they're scrolling through their category, they literally have like 
I, a two inch by two inch thumbnail to go off of. Mm-hmm. So exactly. you either like it's either got to be a bomb ass title or something that catches their eye. It's so, always the giant ginger like, beard. It's yeah, it's natural clickbait. Exactly. <laughs> natural I have the saturation bait. just right on my camera, where it just <laughs> makes the beard pop, man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's it's fantastic. The, it's the little things. Oh yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. It's the little things. It might it might helps that my wife is a photographer, so she knows lighting. So oh, she makes sure that the lighting is is legit. Like she's the one who's been taking all my she's been taking yeah. some of my pictures. Yeah, she's the one who who takes all my pictures. So she I pretty much have like a professional in-house photographer. So that's pretty pretty sick. I was wondering that because I was looking through your socials today and I was like, damn, his his pictures are so quality. I was like, yep. either this dude uses like a 2030 camera like a futuristic <laughs> camera or right. he knows a photographer. So that, that makes sense. Yeah. My wife and she uses some, like my wife is just an incredible editor. So she just makes the beard mm-hmm. just look, look freaking amazing. She's using an older camera. She's using a Canon 30 D and she still oh. pumps out, like uh, pumps out freaking pretend, quality. Pretend pictures, like dude. I know that's an old camera. Yeah. Right. Like, oh yes. Yeah. The 30 D. Yeah. And they're on the <laughs> 50 series now, right? Yeah, no, they're, I, no, no they're on like 80. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah. It's an older camera, but she's still, she's still freaking, Freaking kills it. Mm-hmm. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, sure. that's got to be like content creator jackpot, right? When you have a, a girlfriend or a wife yeah. or a spouse or whoever that's a professional photographer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what, and I've been talking to people too. And like um, some of my, you know, buddies and whatnot, they're like, dude, that's like, that's huge. Especially like if you're trying to like partner with somebody, like yeah. you can show them like, hey, like this product, like I can give you some quality, like not just videos. But mm-hmm. I can give you some quality pictures too, because pictures also are huge too, you know. Yeah. And so outside yeah. of videos, so like I kind of like it's been nice to have that. My wife just randomly started taking pictures one day. I'm like, oh, this I don't know why I didn't think about this. And so she was like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's freaking let's freaking make it so that way you look the most professional as possible. If this is what you're gonna do, then let's yeah. freaking just make it look boss. Damn, that's awesome. And you can use like pictures for TikToks or just whatever, you know. So. Yeah, TikToks and. And, you know, Instagram too. I have, I kind of yeah. took a break from Instagram after TikTok, like really right. blew up. Cause I was on Instagram for like a year and like saw nothing. Like I got like yeah. 400 followers on Instagram when I first started, but now I'm up to like almost a thousand one hundred now, uh, which is, okay. yeah. So that's not bad. Like I take, it's funny cause TikTok followers like, dude, I gained like this much and it's awesome. I'm not saying it's bad. Like I'm not saying right. a lot of TikTok followers are bad, but when you get an Instagram follower, it's like, dang, like they must like my <laughs> content. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've just been able to be blessed by that. And it just makes the beard look fantastic, man. Yeah. And a lot of people come like a lot of people for, like that follow you on Instagram. I don't know if this is the same for you, but I found a lot of people from TikTok will, you know, search up your Instagram and you get a lot of followers from that sometimes. Yep, you know? Exactly. That's where I've been getting a lot of my followers from is from TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. TikTok is a, it's a special platform for sure. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, uh, because, you know, I followed you before the CEO of Respawn thing, you know, when you started (laughs) doing that and, um, you posted that video, I think, let me see, I have it written down on March 12th was the, uh, the CEO of Respawn start. Uh, what made you want to start that or, or like, it was a random idea where you're just like, you know, stuff's going on with the servers and the game. Let me just make like a little meme video. And then it just like, it kind of went crazy, you know, it kind of, yeah jump-started this whole like new theme for your your tiktok channel and, and really helped your twitch growth and everything so uh if you want kind of like take us through what your thought process was that and, and how it worked out 
Yeah. So, um, dude, number one, like just a total side note on that. I am still mm. baffled on how how that freaking blew up. <laughs> so, yeah, like so. But anyway, I got the idea because I have a friend, I have a friend uh, who I met from TikTok also. Um, his name's Cynic and his, this is mm-hmm. username and he is a, he's a Warzone player and I met him through Warzone because I was playing Apex when I first started uh, TikTok, but all the friends that I was making, a lot of them that I was getting close to all played Call of Duty. So I was like, mm-hmm. you know, if I want to grow some friendships, let's play the same games that these guys are playing. Right. Um, and then this is at the time that I really started like, okay, I'm going full back. I'm going back to Apex. Like I'm rocking this thing. Uh, March, that time was like the first month that I tried to like test drive, like kind of like this full full time thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatnot. So it was just kind of like, I want to come up with something that's just going to freaking make, make the channel explode. Yeah. Um, and so, so I was just like, cool, let's do it. And so cynic, my friend cynic was, was, you know, making memes about being the CEO of Activision just because of all the, all the right. craziness that's going on with Warzone, which we hear, even if we don't play it a lot, like we know yeah. like Warzone is bugged. And so he was messing around with that. And then so I kind of wanted to do a clap back to him, like as the CEO of Respawn and just mess around with him and like talk about how at least we have an anti-cheat or, you know, right. stuff like that. Just random stuff like that and just went through it. And if you watch the video, you can totally tell I'm kidding. Like, there's no way I'm being yeah. serious in that video. Um, and I just said, you know, what's it like being, you know, working for Respawn or being the CEO of Respawn? And I went off on that, dude, that day. So I, that day I made three videos all yeah. off of different questions in the other videos, bro. From And that day, in 24, 40, I will say in that weekend, 48 hours, I went from 40,000 followers to 80,000 followers. Oh, oh my, God. my God. Yeah. <laughs> so how many views did that video get then? Um, That video, that video got 350,000 views. The next video I made after that got 200 and something thousand views. The video after that got 300 and something. The video after that, 200 and something. So it just kept Jeez. going. I went from, so I went from, from 400,000 views to 1 million views. Wow. Oh, Damn. like, sorry, likes, sorry, likes. likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. likes. Oh, but that wow. that weekend, I had over 1.7 million views on my video. Videos. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so it just kind of, it kind of went from there, you know? And, and you know, I went along with it. Like, I kind of, you know, played around. Like, obviously, you could tell I'm kidding. Like, in my videos, I'm not trying to be serious. Um, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of people who believed it. And like once start more people start asking me the same question over and over again, like I didn't I did come out with a video, like a couple, multiple videos actually, that I said I'm not like this was a joke. I wanted to kind of like, you know, pull my friend's leg with something and kind of go back and forth between him. But then it became something more. It became more of like an actual being a voice in the Apex community. Mm-hmm. And so like I kind of like I kind of took a step back. I did the CEO video, CEO videos. I think the last one I did was on April Fool's when I was messing around, like saying, like, you know, talking about how if Tim the Tatman came over to Apex, he wouldn't die to fall damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. we, so I did that. It was the last time, but then I went over, to, uh, then I started doing more like, what do you guys think about this? What do you think right. about, what do you think Watson's heirloom should be? What do you think about this? What do you think the best gun in the game is? Or man, what do you guys think of it? If, if a legend like this happened or do you, what do you think about if a map like this happened? Like what was everyone? So I kind of made it so that way people had a voice in a game right. you know because mm-hmm. i think all of us have ideas for our favorite games but and i was looking though through mm-hmm. it too there's not a lot of there's not a lot of content created there's a content creators for apex don't get me wrong but mm-hmm. there's not there there's not those voices for apex like warzone has you know right. you look at the people like again in the tap man nick Merckx. you look at 
um, you know, even Lucci. Some of these guys that have been coming up out of TikTok and stuff like that are major voices for Warzone. Um, they, you know, with the loadouts and everything like that. And not saying Apex, we have good players like you know Timmy's and all this, all these guys like super, super good players like we do mm-hmm. and and you know Shiv and everything like that. But they're really good players. I don't see a lot of like people who are content creators. Right. Like, you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. not not we're not talking like goaded level players like there's a lot of those guys. But as far as content creators for Apex, I haven't seen down that level of Warzone. So I took it to my advantage to be like, OK, I'm going to take this as an advantage to be a voice in the Apex community on TikTok to be a content creator. Yes, I'm decent at the game, but I'm not trying to shoot to be like Nick Merckx, the Nick Merckx of Apex or anything right. like that. I'm just trying to be a guy who loves Apex, who plays the game well, who you know, enjoys people who wants to hear people's opinions. Cause out of all this, I realized that a lot of people in apex community just wanted their opinions to be heard mm-hmm. from somebody, even if it was somebody who couldn't do anything about it, they just wanted to bounce ideas, mm-hmm. you know? And so I, again, I took that to the advantage of, and not just being like, Oh, I'm going to do it just for views, but doing it because I actually, I love talking to people. Like I'm not, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, outside of this, I'm actually a youth pastor. Um, mm-hmm. And whatnot. And so, like, I talk to people for a living half the time anyway. You know, like, mm, I do that. Right. I talk to people constantly. And so, like, I just love being around people. I love talking to people. I love bouncing off ideas. I love talking about being passionate about something that everybody else is passionate about and sharing that. And so, mm-hmm. I just kind of I kind of took that to, to the advantage and just kind of rocked it with the content. And, like, it's been insane with the Twitch lately as well. Like, that transferred over. Like, I still get people like, are you really the CEO? No. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've had to have <laughs> right. a command in my in my chat that says exclamation mm-hmm. point respawn and says, no, sadly, Dill is not the CEO of respawn. <laughs> and um, and even satire. Like, it'd be, it'd be it's amazing yeah. how many people don't know what satire means. Um, right. And so, which, you know, comedic and everything like that. And so, mm-hmm. uh, once I told people to like, are you really CEO? I'm like, go look up the word satire for me. And then they're like, oh, I feel so stupid. I'm like, no, you're good. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. you just, you know, you were, you, you enjoyed the content and you keep following. And it's amazing that there was not a lot of people who were upset about it. Everybody just kind of mm-hmm. joined on. Like I've had like probably, you know, the discord community, you know, we were sitting at about 800 and we just broke a thousand the other day. That's you awesome. know, nice. like crazy. So it's been, it's been TikTok. I feel like TikTok definitely for me, at least has, has definitely spread across all platforms. And mm-hmm. it's been really, really cool to see. Cause you know, one thing with TikTok, you're afraid sometimes that you're just going to get everyone on TikTok and you, we've seen it. We've all seen yeah. it. Like people get like so many, like, you know, followers on TikTok, but they haven't mm-hmm. been able to transfer it over to, um, to anything else like anything else Twitch. you know because mm-hmm. i've seen some people i've seen some people who have like seventy five thousand followers on tiktok i'm like dude that's sick yeah the, and, and again this isn't this isn't a slam this isn't anything bad it's just right. like i go over and i see like you have five followers five viewers in your twitch stream and i'm like what is i'm trying to figure out what the missing link is you know yes. so that's and so mm-hmm. i've taken i've taken things like that seeing people who have high viewer count high follower count with a lot of people in their chat and people who have high you know follower count in their on their you know tiktok but low viewer count on their twitch and just kind of like really figuring out what works and what doesn't work and um you know it was just crazy dude i uh, this is the second time a big big burst of explosion happened because i mm-hmm. exploded on tiktok when i first started i went from 150 to 5050 followers something like that in one week when i started in, mm-hmm. during the pandemic and it just blew up from there and i didn't know how to handle it i was like freaking out because like oh my gosh my discord community went from 50 people to 450 people in like yeah. a week and i'm like oh my gosh i gotta pe- put people in place to be mods and i'm like i don't know who you are but you look like you mm-hmm. could be a good mod and then like 
you know, drama happens, you know, all that stuff. You have no yeah. idea what you're doing and people get upset because you don't know what you're doing. And then you're like, dang it. So I was pre- it was nice to be prepared this time for some sort of exponential growth to be like, OK, I know what I'm doing now. I kind of have an understanding. I can cultivate this thing and make it work to my advantage this time instead of having a headache with a bunch of people who just want to cause drama. So, mm-hmm. dude. So, yeah, it's yeah. So the whole thing behind all that was honestly, I just wanted to have fun. And because I love mm. Apex, I love thing, I love that, and uh, it's just awesome. So. Yeah, when it comes to um, TikTok and stuff, what do you think's the the biggest problem that someone creating on TikTok? Like, what do most people do wrong? Necessary? Like, what would you say to either like transfer an audience or to create content that does well? Because I know like we're all kind of figuring it out, but what, what are yeah. your thoughts? Mm. So. So, okay, so there's a couple things. Number one, there's the people, though I think one of the things that gamers do, like the biggest mistake that gamers do on TikTok is just post clips. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Do not post, like, don't just post clips because if you're just posting clips, they're only seeing your gameplay. They're not seeing you as a person. Exactly. Right? If they see you as a person and you put yourself in front of the camera, they invest in you. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to invest, like, they're investing, they, like, so the people that come into my stream in the beginning, they didn't invest in my gameplay, because, honestly, I'm not the most goaded player on the face of the planet. People don't come to my stream for the gameplay. Mm-hmm. They come to the stream for me. And I don't mean that in a braggadocious way. That's not saying, like, it being conceited right. or anything. That's just simply, like, I invest in people. Like, mm-hmm. and in return, people have invested back into the stream. Why? Because... Because I've gotten people have gotten to know who I am. Like my family shows up in my streams. My family's in my TikToks. My, you know, my world is in my TikTok. It's not just my game stuff. Like, oh, like mm-hmm. my wife today was in my live, and we we're cooking dinner, and people were asking questions about the, my family, and people were asking different random questions and getting to know who we were and and everything like that. Like, I think the biggest mistake that people don't you know make on TikTok is that they don't they don't let people into their world. It's mm-hmm. not just a platform mm-hmm. to get big and game on. It's a platform where you connect with billions of people. Billions. Mm-hmm. It's not just millions. Like, this is a worldwide app. Six mm-hmm. billion people on the planet. You know, there's got to be at least a billion on the app. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. this is an, it's an opportunity to connect with so many different people. Like, and, and I don't think people use that to their advantage. They just post when they're, you know they post when they're going live or they, they make videos of like, Hey, I'm going live right now. I'm like, but TikTok algorithm works that it'll keep going. Like it may pick up an old video. Like I've had like yeah. three videos that I posted in December, all of a sudden pop up on for you page again. And I'm like, what mm-hmm. the heck, you know? Yeah. So right. people, people are making, they're, they're thinking TikTok is a, is a, is a platform that's going to, um, it's almost like Instagram that people treat yeah. it kind of like Instagram, but it's not, it's a different platform. It's like Instagram and YouTube had a baby. You know, mm-hmm. like you can post right then and there, but then the content lasts for a long time. Like Harris Heller, you know, look on Harris Heller's page. You can mm-hmm. click on videos from five years ago and they're still discoverable. Because right. Harris Heller, right? Mm-hmm. So, but just trying to understand, I think that just people just think the biggest thing is like post just posting gaming clips and expecting to blow up. But it's also, it's also to learning how to do it. There's an art to it. Yeah. And there's an art to this thing. It's not just like, let's post a video and hope it does well. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's understanding, you know, and again, I'm not saying you need to put out like the highest quality content. Cause like all my videos right now are me just off the TikTok app. I'm not putting in, mm-hmm. I'm not editing anything. I'm not right. doing stuff. I actually have a Thenoscope and do my clips and I post my clips that way because I just don't have the time to do it. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm not posting like the most highly edited content. I'm just posting stuff that connects with people. Cause if you connect mm-hmm. with people, 
you're going to get people that want to connect with you because they see value in that because they're saying, oh, wow, this dude, all of a sudden, who this dude who or or this guy who has, you know, this many thousands of followers notices me and he wants to know, they want them me to, you know, hang out with them in their chat or they would play a game with me or whatever. Like I you invest in the people, the people are going to invest back into you. And it's not mm-hmm. some sort of like scheme to be like, well, you know, like, you know, I want to, you know, get these people just to sub and stuff like that. Obviously, at the end right. of the day, we want people to sub because they like the content. But mm-hmm. like we use this platform, we use your your social media platforms to connect with people. And when you connect with people, they want to connect with you. And therefore, they invest in the thing that you want to do. And you keep mm-hmm. creating better content. So that way they keep coming back to the point where. I've always thought I always thought it'd be pretty cool. Like one day I actually had a friend, a streamer friend of mine say that they had a, a sub, someone who subs in their channel say that they canceled, they canceled Netflix because they liked to enjoy, they enjoyed watching him more than anything on Netflix. Wow. You know, like to That's getting to that price. level, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, are we providing that kind of content for people to want to come to our streams or are we mm-hmm. just throwing whatever we feel like on there and not making it at least a little bit of quality. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it needs to be fancy. Like I said, I'm not editing videos like crazy, but putting mm-hmm. together something that's going to connect with people, like to your facial reactions, to your body, like everything. Like people, people, I don't feel like a lot of people understand. I think they think that, okay, you know, it was easy for this person to get famous. Maybe if I just post something or, or it was easy for this person to get big. Like maybe if I just do whatever I want, then it's going to work. No, yes and no. You know, um, mm-hmm. you hear people like Gary Vee just say post content, which I agree with post content, post content, post content, post it, post it, post it, post it, post it. But mm-hmm. also at the same time, again, it doesn't have to be quality, but post something that's going to connect with people, right. you know, mm-hmm. and um, and also like people posting stuff that's not that's not, uh, I guess, an open ended thing. Like I try to make sure that in all my videos, I make it there's some sort of call and response. So that way people will interact mm-hmm. with the video or talk about something that's relevant to that. Don't just post like something random and being like oh cool like let me swipe past that or honestly the biggest thing right now in streamer tiktok or whatever is that everyone's posting stream tips i don't need another stream tip you know (laughs) i don't i don't need another stream tip like i tweeted this the other day i said stop making content for your for streamers stop making content for streamers and make content Mm -hmm. for your viewers i don't Mm -hmm. need i don't need more streamers in my chat like not saying Mm -hmm. that that if people do show up like i'm honored like i love my homies like they come in they hype it up. They chill, hang out. I go into my friend's chat all the time and I hang out. Like, and I'm not saying that I don't want that and I don't want people who are right. streamers in my chat. I'm saying at the end of the day, like half my friends that are streamers are going to be streaming when I'm streaming. You know, mm-hmm. that's not. So if I get viewers that are dedicated and show up, like I know 100% if I were to do a random stream right now, let's say I would, I would get 30 people in the chat mm-hmm. just because they want to be there, you know? Right. And so like, and so it's just like, are we are we making content for just to to, you know, be the next Harris Heller, or are we getting content? You right. know what I'm saying? Which is not bad. There's people who are good at it. Like deep, there's a guy named Deep Voiced Man on TikTok. Yeah, the dude is is amazing. And mm-hmm. I jokingly said, all I need is Harris Heller and Deep Voiced Man as my as my streamer yeah. tip people, you know, mm-hmm. because they have found their niche. There's people who are good at that. I think people feel like they have to copy everything as far as like trying to right. be the next streamer tip person. And there's some people who are smaller accounts that put out some streamer tips. I'm like, dang, mm-hmm. I did not know that. I'm going to freaking follow you because I like what you're putting out. And yep. so, and I'm not saying that everybody, you know, I'm not saying nobody should do streamer tips or anything that I'm just simply mm-hmm. saying like, I think the biggest thing that has helped is finding my, finding your Avenue, finding your yeah. spot, finding your audience that is going to keep coming back, make it for the viewer. Like for the first time ever, it's so cool. Like, for the first time ever, I feel like I don't have a stream full of streamers. 
you know, like yeah. I have people who like who are fans. Like as weird as that mm-hmm. sounds, like when I say that, I feel weird. <laughs> like, yeah. But people who are fans of the content, like they love coming in, they love hanging out, they love they love like the random like zoomed in beard strokes that I do on my channel. You know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> they just yeah. they come for the they come for the the fun of it. You know, and that's such oh. a cool feeling because in the beginning you're streaming to honestly when you first start streaming it's just a bunch of streamers supporting each other which is awesome mm-hmm. you want that but then there comes to a point where like dude i want people who are not streamers in my chat like i want them to like yeah i want them to come support me i want to have a consistent people who are you know tuning in and hanging out with me you know exactly so, so yeah i would just say with with tiktok i think if it's properly used and you use it you use it correctly for what the app is designed for and again nobody's really cracked the code of the algorithm but right. like there's no mr beast of tiktok but if you if you were to like you know if you use the app correctly and and rock it it's amazing like people you know and, and you don't even have to have hundreds of thousands of followers to have you know to get a return in tiktok i know people who have like yeah you know, 5,000 followers and they're partnered. They got partnered off of that, you know what I'm saying? Or even like mm-hmm. a thousand followers and they're partnered, you know, because they utilize the platform correctly. Yeah. You know, and so if you connect again, I think at the end of the day, you connect with people, they want to connect with you. And mm-hmm. if you show that you care about people, they care about you, you know? Yeah. People just want to be cared about, you know? And they want a platform yeah. that is going to be caring, you know? Yeah, that's it's super interesting. I mean, there's a lot of points that you mentioned that, you know, I agree with, you know, the creating this, you know, the viewer audience instead of the streamer one. When I first started on TikTok, I did a lot of streamer memes and it was fun and streamers got the jokes, but then streamers would come in and then I had to make this like no self-promotion like command in my chat because like I I always had people that didn't know Twitch etiquette and they would always come in and be like, I'm streaming, I got to go stream and I'm just like, all right. I got to stop making content for streamers, but you know, I started making it for gamers. And then like, as you change to that, like you said, like people come to watch you, they're not coming with any like, you know, backseat motives to like, Oh, maybe if I join his stream, he'll come to mine or he'll raid me or whatever this is. Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree with that. I I actually wrote that tweet down. It's funny that you mentioned it. I wrote it down because I liked it so much. Um, and then, yeah, like the the TikTok stuff is so interesting because, like you said, no one really has it figured out, um, but you can kind of figure out like little details and maybe like like for me, I've really started to understand like uh, like layout and, you know, I understand like, you know, cer- certain ways to portray like maybe a relatable thing. Like you said, it connects right. to people or maybe how a joke ends up like people on TikTok really like switches. So what a switch is, is you'll probably, you'll talk about something and then like an unexpected, like shocking thing happens at the end. Right. Um, people, people like that. People like when you make a joke where it paces to the sound, you know? Yep. Um, like having your, having your video cut right when the beat drops and then doing something else or just, right. there's all these little things that you can kind of figure out along the way. And uh, it's super interesting. And, you know, I think it's tough for a lot of creators to figure out how to translate their audience because like you said, I used to always notice that I'd see someone with a hundred K followers and they wouldn't even be affiliated on Twitch. So you're like, why is that? And how can I avoid that? Because, you know, as a streamer and a content creator, your goal is to, you know, have people filter in from TikTok to every platform because the discoverability is amazing. Like it's unlike any other platform. hundred percent, dude. hundred percent. And I think like, 
don't know, man. I think again, like if, if people, like we said, like utilize TikTok to get mm-hmm. everybody to all the platforms, like yeah, it would be it would be a game changer for everybody because again, it's most discoverable, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's and I think it's honestly a social media platform that everybody should focus on is TikTok. It's TikTok mm-hmm. and YouTube, and honestly, now that I've seen success on Instagram, even if you do the right again, every social media platform has a right way to do it, mm-hmm. you know. You use everything in the correct way, it'll translate in every aspect of it. You know, like Instagram, mm-hmm. I post all my just photos. I don't know, I don't yeah. repost anything of my I sometimes if a TikTok's really, really funny and I want to show Same. it to my Instagram audience, I'll do it. Yep. But yep. I don't I don't post my Instagram stuff, my my TikTok stuff really anymore to uh sorry, my TikTok stuff to Instagram anymore. Like right. I just post mm-hmm. photos now. I post photos even about my life, my kids, my wife, mm-hmm. stuff like that too. So that way people get into my world. It's like a moment for you to know who I am. And that's honestly transferred over to Twitch too. People are like, dude, I found you on Instagram. I was like, dude, that's sick. That was like one of the first times ever that has happened. And, uh, <laughs> and then Twitter, Twitter's just, honestly, Twitter's just a, is literally my meme Wild social West. media. It's just literally, yeah. I just do whatever, dude. I'll throw like yep. stupid stuff up there. Like today I said that, I said that spicy brown mustard is better than honey mustard and it blew up, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I had like 30 people like it or whatever, you know, and interact mm-hmm. with it. So, you know, you use it correctly, it'll tra- it'll trans it'll transfer over. I think people need to treat Twitch as like the pinnacle of the week, if that makes sense. Exactly. I guess so. So, okay, I mean, I don't know how much I don't know if you guys would, you know, again, I don't know with with where you're at in your life with this, but like with me as a as a pastor, like everything goes to Sunday morning. Like that is the day that we get people to come to church, right? You know, from social media to whatever it is to, you know, little events throughout the week whether we do a men's ministry thing or whatever. Um, Sunday, everything cultivates to Sunday morning. And so I kind of take that same approach to like, all right, you know what? I'm going to make sure I'm getting on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, everything like that, making sure that those, and, and now starting to get on YouTube, making sure all those things are awesome and filtering into Twitch. Like, how can I get somebody on Instagram to come to my Twitch? How can I get somebody on TikTok mm-hmm. to follow me on Twitch? You know, um, right. and everything like that. So I filter everything from that kind of mindset that Twitch is game day. Twitch is yeah. game day. Like it's not yep. just like, oh, I think I'm gonna stream. No, if I if I turn that live now on, I better be freaking ready to go a thousand percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And so like mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people I think a lot of people think like, I'm just gonna turn on Twitch and here we go. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm gonna get big. But anyway, I'm talking a lot. You guys have questions. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. It's informative. Uh, yeah, like we see we see people in Mike's chat like pretty often. It's like, yeah, it came from TikTok, or he has regulars that came from TikTok, or he has right. people that just stop in. Um, and for like, for the reason that you're talking about, I'm sure it's just because it's not, he's not just posting clips. Like his TikTok is about him. So people yeah. like him and not just apex. Cause then they're going right. to type if they just like apex, then they're going to go on Twitch and type in apex and then have mm-hmm. 20,000 people to click on. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, yeah. So making it, I definitely agree with you about making, if, if that's what you want your content to be, if you are trying to be the entertainer and content creator, right. people have to know who you are and connect with you and know your right. opinions and your takes and your life. Right. It's really important. Yep. It's huge. That's that's why people, honestly, that's why certain people blow up is because yeah. they get, they're into their, you know, they get into the content creator's world and they want to know about it. They find it interesting. Like people love, that's why reality TV is so big. Because yeah. people like being in people's real life. They want real life experiences. They're, a lot of people are tired of fictional moments. They want something that's real and they want people they can relate to. Mm-hmm. So why mm-hmm. not be that person? 
Yeah, I, I love this type of talk. I would love to talk more. I mean, we can do an off pod so we can like, you know, yeah. keep the pacing going. But I would love to talk more about, you know, just your thoughts on like TikTok and yeah. moving audiences and all that stuff. Of course. It's awesome. Um, uh, Sean, well, yeah, it's, I can I can I can move us along a little bit. So st- sticking in the same type of area, more specifically with Apex. Uh, so you recently did a stream where you taught like you kind of did like a apex for beginners kind of stream where you're teaching yeah, people yeah. the all the ins and outs of it. So I, I just want to know um, kind of your thought process going into it and how, how you approached it of, okay, was your approach. Okay. You've never played apex before. This is what makes apex apex. Or did you just, what was your plan of attack going into a stream like that? So something like that. So basically, honestly, it wasn't it. I've actually had an idea about doing that for a bit. I actually was going to I'm actually in the process of figuring out a YouTube series for something like that of going over everything. But one of my friends uh, came up with the idea and they were actually going to rock it. And I was like, dude, let me hop in on this. So that way we can kind of we can kind of rock this together and just mm-hmm. talk about it. And so basically it was from the point of view where we have a lot of people who are coming from Warzone over to apex mm-hmm. and it's such a learning curve like yes it's a, it's a first person shooter if you're good at first person shooters you'll be able to pick it up fairly yeah. quickly but apex is unlike any other battle royale where there's gun attachments there's abilities there's it's not like fortnite or warzone where you just have an operator or a skin like whoever you pick you have abilities or guns are mm-hmm. different guns have attachments yeah. everything hey, so we are different they're very different yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And so we went in from the perspective of let's let's teach people like who are coming from Warzone how to play Apex. Let's show them let's show them what it's about or even just show the person who maybe just started playing Apex or hasn't played Call of Duty but is playing Apex like let's show them what each gun does, let's show them the different types of ammo, let's show mm-hmm. them, you know, the damage rate of all these guns, let's show them, you know, what, you know, what the mags do, what um, you know, the, you know, whatever it is and the hop ups and everything like that, showing also the abilities, how to use the abilities, everything like that. So we just wanted to kind of cover the basics of like, what is Apex? You know, pick, you know, what do you, what kind of guns do you like? You know, if you like this gun in Warzone, you'll like this gun in Apex, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. So that's just kind of the approach we took. Cause you know, again, like I said, I had the hardest time learning Apex cause I played it day one. It's my first mm-hmm. battle Royale I ever played in my life. And I was like, I have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing. You know, I was a guy who played mainly RPGs and like Assassin's Creed and like everything like that. But I had a bunch of friends who were playing Apex. So I'm like, dude, I want to hop on. I want to hop on and play because I want to be able to play with my friends. And it just mm-hmm. kind of just kind of turned from there. And I remember how hard it was the, of a learning curve, you know, for Apex right. and even just a battle royale in general. And so I was mm-hmm. like, let's 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 learn how to do this thing. Let's rock it. Let's mm-hmm. teach others how to do it. And I'm just that kind of guy too. I love teaching people. Teaching people's fun. <laughs> I love yeah. enjoying instructing and showing people. So Yeah, I remember that was the first thing uh with for me with Apex was that's the thing that sticks in my mind the most is when it first came out and I first started learning it was I was constantly thinking, what is this thing? There's something right. on the ground. The game says yeah. I can pick it up, but what is it? I just remember thinking that all the time, like, okay, I picked it up and now I want to, I look at my inventory and there's a big red circle around or red crossed out circle. Right. On it, so I can't even like use it. So like, well, what the fuck is it? So right. I think that's, that's really important to teach like the hop ups and the mags and the attachments. Cause it is, it's, I think it's as, it's as straightforward as it can be. Like this is a heavy right. mag. It uses heavy weight. Like you can put it on a heavy weapon, but right. if you're coming in with a blank slate, you've never played it before. You have no idea. Then right. having a tutorial like that, I think is good to, 
they at least so then when they do load up and play it themselves they've kind of they've seen it before like oh dill said this oh yeah this is a heavy gun i remember he said he mentioned it in this video i can put a heavy mag on it so right. mm-hmm. like i think everything like that is super helpful it always like i've been really fascinated recently with how people learn games and genres and yeah coming from one thing to the next or like what you said if you like this gun in warzone you might like this gun in apex things like right. that are really important right mm-hmm. yeah and i yeah like i said it was just just totally from the aspect of just wanting to teach people to be good at the game and to to rock and roll and even too like another big thing about apex is like you have a backpack you can't just carry unlimited yeah. amount of ammo like you can right. in fortnite and in uh and in um Warzone, Warzone. Like you have, mm-hmm. you have, you know, you have a backpack. You so like, there's all these, there's all these little technical things, and I'm like, dude, that was the hardest thing for me. I'm like, why can't I carry any more stuff? Like, why can't I do this? Like, why can't I pick mm-hmm. up this anymore? You know. So mm-hmm. it just got to the point where I'm like, I know that if I was frustrated with it, other people are frustrated with it. So let's, yeah, mm-hmm. let's talk about it. You know. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a huge learning curve that game. Like, unlike on it, you can't really like you can pick it up and play but like you're going to be like why is my character different from the other one what are these buttons like why do i have abilities <laughs> like right the, mm-hmm. like the, the game's so fast paced so like you know if you're getting in a fight and you don't even like you're trying to loot when you're new in apex is damn near impossible oh yeah mm-hmm. like oh my god because, and if you if you manage to kill someone and then you walk up to their loot their uh, death box yeah. and you open it up and you just have a menu of stuff you're like what what is what all do i this? do right now why yeah. is there a loot box this color too like why is it this right. way you know mm-hmm. like what am i doing what am i looking at what do i need right now you know I have yeah. no idea and then like it's also like, having healables and shield cells like everything it's right. so it's so complex but simple at the same time that mm-hmm. if you you can over what is it you can what is it it's simple but you can overcomplicate it yeah overanalyze yeah yeah, overcomplicate it so yeah so right yeah it's just it's just a it's an awesome game dude i freaking love apex man i always tell people that i'm like oh yeah i'm like the the entry of apex the cost of entry is really tough because you're going to be so like confused and overwhelmed with all of the stuff that's in the game but as you start to understand it you know, they have all of the ammos that are color coded. You know, you can see like the boxes. You can see if it's the, something's gold in it or the highest tier, whatever's in it. Right. And like once you like kind of understand how the characters work together and abilities and like the movement so smooth, the sliding, it like you can fall in love with a game like Apex because it plays so well. Oh, yeah, dude. hundred percent. hundred percent, bro. Yeah, yeah sure. You'd be hard pressed to find someone that says, I don't think Apex feels good to play. Right. Like, no, it's I don't true. Think- yeah, I don't think you can legally say that sentence. Like literally, it's you probably should probably cut it out of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we might have to edit this. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it, it's it's super simple. Hop in and, and rock it, dude, and learn along the way, you know. And mm-hmm. the crazy part is too about Apex. I don't feel like I'll get frustrated if I lose, especially to a third party. Everyone gets frustrated about that. Oh my god! But it's man. like, all right, or it's like, but all right, let's load up again and roll. Like Warzone, I would rage at Warzone. Like I would get so mm. mad at Warzone all the time. But with Apex, I'm like, I get, I'm like not mad. I'm like upset, frustrated, like, dang, I lost or I lost RP, you know, when I'm trying to freaking rank up and go, you know, I'm hard stuck in gold, you know, like trying to rank up, but I'm always like, I'm ready to roll. The game gets, you get back into the game super fast and you're just, you're rocking it. You're having a good time, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and time to kill is fat is slower. So the gunfights, it's just, it's just an overall more exciting game to me. So, Mm -hmm. Same. Yeah, it makes it makes like a six kill game feel like a thirty kill game in Warzone. Like it's it just... does, it does, <laughs> dude. When you get even okay, when you get three kills in Apex, you're like, dude, I'm a boss. 
I'm, I'm the best. <laughs> like, like, might as well. Am I kill eater? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. like, Shiv, step aside. Like, I'm the boss now. You know, like, that's how exactly. you feel. You have Where's been my heirloom? excited. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I earned that heirloom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got like 1,500 hours in it or something like that. And if I take a 2v1, I still feel like a beast. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude. I killed 100%. two people <laughs> by myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What? Exactly. Just you, because the gunfight's so long. Like, it's intense. Yeah. It's yeah, not like you can if heal you get quickly, beamed in Warzone, have, you're done. Yeah, they can mm-hmm. have like 200 health or 225 health towards the end if they yeah. have red Evo. Um, yep. And and then they can drop back and heal like because they have different abilities where they can get out and like regroup or there's like th- there can be a lot going on. And you're right. The fights, right. One, fights are like pretty lengthy, but that's what I like about it. I like I, I was I was always way more of a Halo fan growing up than a Call of Duty fan. And I think that's a lot of the reason is yeah, Call of Duty, like you just like bop, 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 you're dead. But in Halo, like you have shields, you might be able right. to like in Halo 3, you have items, you can drop a bubble shield or whatever. Um, there's just right. fights seem more fighty, not just like I saw you first, I win. Right, 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 right. Yep. Yep. And, and it's great. In Apex, like one of the most underrated things is the sounds. You know, yes. when you crack that shield or get a headshot, like, dude. Yeah, that's why everyone pushes sound. all the time. It's because of the sounds. Yeah. They want that yeah. feeling. I want a cracked yeah. shield. Dang it, <laughs> dude! It feels like if my ceiling was just made of glass and some dude just cannonballed into it and yes. shattered it above me, it feels oh so good. Oh my gosh, it's mm-hmm. just like yeah, it just it makes you feel alive. Yeah, and that's that's great for beginners too because if I didn't know what I was doing and I broke mm-hmm. somebody's shield, I'd be like, "Oh my god, I just did something." Like that, right. I don't know what happened, but that was important. Whatever just yeah. happened is important. I need to go it's kill that sounds. guy. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Huge. Yeah, sound design is mega underrated in games. And every every sound in every game ever is underrated. Mhm. Yep, I agree 100%. Um, I want to ask one one more quick thing about Apex. Um, you know, we have like the season nine, you know, arena teasers, the, yeah. the Titanfall edition. Um, what do you think about that? And how do you think like a mode like that would affect the future of Apex? Well, OK, so at first I was super just like, I don't I, I'm kind of how can I say this? I'm indifferent. I'm in the middle of it because yeah. Apex is its own thing. Like it's said in the Titanfall universe, they've thrown Titanfall like aspects into it which i love because i love titanfall i think titanfall one and two were the two most underrated games like honestly of the decade like mm-hmm. back then just because they they came out during times of like you know battlefield one got released and so did like dude uh, that you the know, titanfall everything. two launch scenario i yeah that whole those whole two weeks i was i couldn't believe what they were doing it was so frustrating it was bad it was in they from the same company too yeah the exact same <laughs> company totally cannibalized their own game <laughs> and yeah. it was right near call of duty's launch dude titanfall got fucked titanfall yeah, yeah. i love the yeah like so i love so the fact that they made a battle royale that was like that so all in all like i love i love the fact that they're they're gonna they have titanfall aspects i don't mm-hmm. think titans should be if they you know introducing titans and stuff like that i don't think that it should be a permanent thing i think that it's cool for a limited time because it gives people who love titanfall that kind of like <gasps> Like, dude, this is yeah. cool. Like, remember this when this happened? Because they're throwing mm-hmm. all the lore points back to Titanfall. So it's almost as if it needs to happen. That needs a part of that to for that lore to be satisfied. Almost mm-hmm. it needs that because you saw that. I don't know if you guys saw that when Play Apex, um, you know, the Play Apex account tweeted mm-hmm. um, that little mini cartoon that you know confrontation between Bangalore and Wraith, where 
Wraith was like, you know, this is a pilot's knife to to Bangalore, and they were fighting about it, and Bangalore got upset about it, and Wraith mentioned that she was a pilot once. And so I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. like, they're mentioning, they're, it's in your face. Like, Titan falls right, in yeah. your face. So mm-hmm. once I saw that video, I'm like, dude, bring Titans. Like, do it. Like, freaking throw it into the game. Like, make it, make it that team deathmatch feel. Freaking mm-hmm. throw it in there, and let's go. But I don't think, again, I don't think it should be permanent i do think that respawn should make a titanfall 3 i do think that it needs to be its own entity i do think they need because everyone's been asking for it everyone mm-hmm. wants titanfall 3 now yeah. if we're gonna get it or not i don't know but like i think they should they should make it because it's gonna almost i feel like it's gonna full circle i also think it'll make people want to play apex more too because mm-hmm. now you're satisfying those people who love the team deathmatch field they love titanfall they love all that but you're still gonna have your dedicated apex player base so i think i think that if you tie the two together I True. think it's just gonna make. I think it's just gonna make one heck of a game. You know, one heck of an arena yeah. mode, and just rock it. Even if you keep Titans in it, but just keep them in, keep something in arena mode, or keep it not in the main right. mode for Apex. Right. I think that'll be good. And I think Apex is being smart. Response, response being smart about the game modes that they're introducing and like mm-hmm. all that. And I think adding arena is gonna be a home run for sure. Yeah, because Call of Duty is doing, you know, they have their multiplayer audience, but then they have, like, a lot of people play both, you know? And yeah, you'll they be do. Playing a some, lot do. Yeah, you'll be playing Domination. You're like, damn, let's run some Warzone, you know? It's nice to have that option. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Having that option rather than, like, because right. honestly, well, and the good thing is that Apex is, you can get in a game super fast, but, like, still, though, you mm-hmm. just kind of want to have a moment where, you're like, okay, if I die, I don't have to worry about getting respawned again, you know, like, right. if I die, you know? And so I don't want to, I want to just be able to hop back in, let's freaking go. You know, I want to mm-hmm. be able to mm-hmm. to rock it. So if they add something like arena, like they said, they're adding arena and everything, and even more like team deathmatch kind of modes, like that'd be awesome. Even a even a mode where you're just, you know, just using gunfight rather than your abilities. You know, something mm-hmm. like that to kind of satisfy mm-hmm. that that need to like just play a team deathmatch game with, but with Apex because people love it yeah. so much. Yeah, it's it's super interesting. The new mode, have you tried the new mode? Did you play that today? No, not yet, man. I literally so like I got home at at was it 7 7 p.m. CST. So like I got mm-hmm. home, made dinner, did live and now I'm here. So I haven't had a chance to, but I'm going to definitely mm-hmm. hop into it. But I heard about that bug. So like I don't know if I want to like I want to play it, but you know, mm-hmm. all the, you don't get that experience or anything like that. People are like losing like all of their like experience or like they're not getting it i guess there's a bug that was happening so oh, yeah, really? i wasn't yeah. getting i wasn't getting it earlier when i was playing you were oh, wow. no yeah I, I was getting yeah. the bug so i was i wasn't getting any like xp or whatever i got some for like playing the match i think but then on my yeah. stat screen there's like nothing yeah hmm. there's a huge yeah it was a huge bug that was happening i guess so but i do want to play it because again like love apex so i'm gonna eventually i'm gonna play it regardless but yeah it's still no, fun it's, it's super, super hectic Super happy. Which one is it? Which like, one is it today? It's the, the res- one you get to respawn. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be definitely hopping in that for yeah. sure. I don't care about yeah. the experience with that one. I just want to play it. Right. <laughs> so you could like you could like kill per you could like kill team or uh, you know player A, and then while you're still fighting B and C, A drops on you from the sky because they I respawn and they it. have their weapons with and shield again. So you have to mm-hmm. kill them again. So it's like constantly. I feel like we were running from the storm, or we were like in the storm trying to get, or you know, in the ring trying to get to the safe zone. Uh, right. like every game because the first landing mm-hmm. spot we'd have to fight like two separate teams two separate times and it just yeah, takes right. forever like it's super hectic it's fun though dude mm-hmm. that's nuts man 
Hella yeah. high kill games, probably. Oh, yeah, 30 bombs. Like, and damage. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the damage that it's the damage that really helps because if you kill someone and then they respawn, you don't get a kill for it. You have to kill them, like, yeah, completely weird. take Dude, them out to get insane. the kill. But you, you do get all that damage. So I was good. Right. I would have, like, a thousand damage coming out of my first fight or, like, the first area. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's actually pretty <laughs> sick. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving away from Apex, we're getting close to an hour already. So I really quick before we go to rapid fire, I want to ask you super quick. You tweeted about, or I think you tweeted like gym, gym vibes or music or something like that. Bottom line, you tweeted a picture of an, a day to remember song. What's their, what's your favorite, a day to remember song. And did you like their new album? Oh, dang. Why you ask me my favorite, bro? Uh, I know it's hard. If you don't have one, you don't have to pick. I have an album. I have an album. The, sure. the um I think it was the homesick album I think that was okay. called um the dude that was my that a was classic. summer I graduated high school and mm, uh bro that's that, song, that, I, that was the first no yeah that was the first album that I literally was like I listened to every single song and never skipped one mm-hmm. like that was so like that song but I love that there's a song on uh what separates you from me called second sucks and yep. it just goes love super hard uh, yeah, as hell. bro i'm like i listen to it i'm like oh i just want to punch something <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Um, but that and i and i actually did enjoy their new album i thought they went back to um some of their some of their heavier kind of feeling not super heavy but they went they went back to it kind of felt like their um album after what separates you from me i forgot what it was called it was when they separated Coming from courtesy. Uh, yeah common courtesy yeah yeah i kind of felt a little bit like that mixed with the homesick album um but yeah so okay yeah nice. i liked it i liked it i liked it a lot actually so i didn't like their other album before that one the bad, bad vibrations things. yeah i wasn't too fan of, i wasn't a big fan of it damn no that's right yeah but yeah that's dude good. i love i love that was that was the scene i grew up in man i loved the data remember devil wars prada like august burns red uh mm-hmm. bring me the horizon all those things dude freaking just hell yeah ready to roll. oh yeah mm-hmm uh, Data Remember is great. Like, I feel like so many people like them now. Oh, dude. Data Remember is like legitimately, it's like that, it's like that in between. If you like the super heavy yeah. stuff, so yeah. good. But if you also like the mixture of like heavy with singing, super mm. good. And I respect a dude that can freaking just yeah. do brutal growls and then just dude, sing I mean, like a freaking angel. How is he <laughs> so good at both? That's what yeah. gets me. It's like sometimes, oh, yeah. a lot of times it's like, I prefer when this band does the screams. I prefer when this band sings. He is like literally 10 out of 10 at both. I don't get it. 100%. And same with uh, another band, Memphis Mayfire. I don't know if you guys have heard of them, but mm-hmm. they, like, dude, freaking sings like a freaking beast and screams like a freaking beast. Like, I just don't get how these guys do it. Jeez. But I'm impressed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder what it's like to have talent. <laughs> yeah, same. Well, I wonder you know, too, if I ever get some. Yeah, same, same. Like, I just suck at everything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Is it rapid fire time, or do you have another question? Uh, I guess I have a quick one. This could be, like, a a rapid fire question. What's your go-to coffee order? Because I know you're big into coffee. Oh, uh, nitro cold brew, just black. Ooh, dang. Nitro cold brew. As someone that doesn't know anything about coffee, that sounds intense. Dude, <laughs> yeah, it does. dude, it is, dude. It literally, it, it, it's like foamy at the top, like a beer is, but like mm-hmm. just it's coffee and cold brew. It's just so, it's so good. They use, they use the kind of same kind of tap that they do for like when they, with beer kegs and stuff like that, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's cold brew, it's coffee. Wow. And so it's just, oh yeah, dude, money, money right there. Yeah. But then if I can't have that, I usually just do, I do iced coffee with no sweetener, a little bit mm-hmm. of whole milk and 
call it a day. Yeah, I don't nice do a coffee. lot of sweetener. Yeah, the, so the reason behind no sweetener is because like I, uh, you know, I've always been I've always been a guy who's always fluctuated with his weight. I'm usually I'm either like I'm either just super big or like I'm I've or like <laughs> I've lost weight and I'm actually doing pretty well. Like so I always fluctuate. Nice. So like when I was when I was losing a lot of weight, like probably like a few years ago, like I started working at Starbucks, you know, Starbucks has all the Frappuccinos and everything like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And I convinced mm-hmm. myself, I looked at myself, I told myself, I'm like, Frappuccinos are disgusting. Sugar is gross. Like you don't want any of it. So like anytime I think of mm-hmm. sugar and coffee, I'm like, I can't do it. Right. I literally yeah. trained my mind not to like sugar in my coffee. That is a so Jedi <laughs> mind trick. That's next level. That's like galaxy oh, yeah. brain. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's what I I'm would... saying. There's no smooth brain here, baby. If, if I could just look at myself in the mirror and say sugar is gross and convince myself, there's no way I could do now, that. Now, when we're talking about dessert, that's a whole different <laughs> yeah. story, bro. bro right. I'll, eat a, I'll eat a whole half a gallon of ice cream. Like, I don't even care. Oh, yes. I love ice cream. Bluebell ice cream, <laughs> fire, bro. Mm, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah. I don't but even yeah, bring up the word ice cream around Sean or else he's got to make a trip to the store. Yeah. <laughs> like, we should have a second. <laughs> we should make a secondary podcast and just talk about ice cream for an hour every week. Bro, Dude, God, be, I'll be I'll be the third on that. Sick. All right. Yeah. <laughs> just have a flavor every week. The first week's cookies and cream. Bro, yeah. We, and go. then we could do at the end, we could all Why pick so an good? ice cream that we've never had before <laughs> and try it. We could have that Ooh. as a segment and we all like review it and talk about it. Right. I'm right, right. Dude, that'd be oh sick. Oh my God. <laughs> We could, still, we could even keep the name chilling for yeah. our lives because it's ice cream. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, we'd have, we'd, obviously, we'd have to come up with a different name, but we could keep, right, the, right. Chill, uh, we could keep the chill branding. That's mm-hmm. funny. Love it. That's great. Creaming okay. for our lives? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I might get TOS'd. Bro, yeah, that's, um, that's okay. <laughs> Can you imagine getting TOS for an ice cream podcast? Bro, dead. Only. <laughs> All right, let's, let's do rapid fire. All right. I got, a good, I got a good one to start. Mm-hmm. What is the most mm-hmm. overused phrase on the internet? It doesn't have to be one that you're sick of. It doesn't have to be negative. It can be like cool, funny, like, but what is the most mm-hmm. overused phrase on the internet? Dude. Oh, my mind. Uh, uh, if you follow, need time to click think. The link, click the link in my bio for it to follow me on all platforms. <laughs> True. That's a, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Mike, do you got one? Or do you have me to answer first? Well, I know which one's probably going to make it. I kind of like it right now, but it's everyone saying, shit. Like, oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. That's yeah. in every video now. Oh, dude, I Damn. did that up for a TikTok for a TikTok one for Apex. If I if you yeah. think Warzone is better than, or Apex is better than Warzone, say sheesh in the comments. <laughs> and like literally 10,000 <laughs> comments of people saying yeah, sheesh. people love that. <laughs> Damn, I haven't seen this one yet. So is it just like, is it just shit, but like really drawn out? Like sheesh. Like, Oh, yeah. sheesh. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. sorry. We oh, cut okay. out probably when we said it because you get high pitched. Yeah. My noise gate doesn't oh, yeah. catch it. Sheesh. <laughs> sheesh. Oh, okay. Sheesh. I like it. I'll, I'll look out for that one. Yep. Yeah, that's always a good one. Uh, mine, the one that I think of first is we don't deserve dogs. Every oh, every oh single every single cute dog video or like if a dog does something like, you know, heroic or cute or nice or whatever. Just- guaranteed someone says we don't deserve dogs bro you're right (laughs) dude you're right my mind is like blown right now (laughs) i see it and and that one's old too so like the sheesh one is pretty new so i don't know like how much is going to catch or whatever but we don't deserve dogs people have been saying that for like a decade i feel like yeah we don't deserve dogs though like legitimately yeah i mean dogs are (laughs) incredible i'm not saying i disagree i'm just saying i see it 
50 like million I, likes. I, like like people are just scouring. Every time I have to punch them. Every time I have to tell my dog no or like put them to their crate. I'm like, dang no. it, man. <laughs> Why do you have to be this way? <laughs> right. Why are you so good to me? I know. Mm-hmm. You'll love me right after this, too. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Um, my. I'm gonna do one probably. This one's gonna be just for Deadly and then or for Dill, and then the second one I'll do for for everyone. Okay. Um, to end off, who is your favorite TikTok creator right now? Oh, dude, I can't Besides answer yourself. that. Mine's Electricity Wave. I mean, yeah, if you want to, yeah, okay, there Deadly you go. Dill. That's my example. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm trying to think really TikTok creator wise. Um. I really do like. And I'm not saying just because he's a he's a good friend, but dude, Big Rob Energy is freaking beast, dude. I love mm-hmm. he's 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 doing a great job. Also, I think her name is can it's a uh, Kadia, uh, Kadia. Mm-hmm. She's uh she's from from the UK. She has the super bright red hair, um, hmm. and she does Rainbow Six. She does Rainbow Six stuff, but like okay. she connects with her audience really really well. Um, so I'll look out for her. There's that. Um, but yeah, those I think those are the two that I'm like sick awesome those are those are two people that do a really good job that i'm kind of look up to of how to like interact with an audience or like even even ask like rob how to like like the whole like call and response stuff was from that i learned from big rob yeah i kind of looked at his videos yeah yeah i i I mean i've talked to him or i haven't talked to him personally but i've seen him on twitter and stuff like we you know we we pop up and i see you talking to him yeah um but he seems like a guy that just figure he's figured it out like he knows how to really market you know his content really well yeah. and well he owns a marketing under- company too oh well that makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah so that's why so i go to really him like he's yeah like, how about that yeah he's huge he's he's yeah so i think out of like big robin again like i don't just say that because he's a friend but like mm-hmm. yeah like i think that's the that's the person that i'm like dude love love yeah. his content freaking die laughing every time i see it like just blows my mm-hmm. mind but yeah yeah that's what I need. I need to dissect somebody who's in marketing and be like, look at what I'm, what am I doing and what do I need yeah. to do better? Because that's my weakest spot is marketing. Also Same. bad bear, dude, bad bear game, dude. He's, he's great too. Bad bear. I've seen, I think I've seen, I've heard of him cause of you. Like I might've seen you guys interact or something, but I've never like, I don't personally know him. Yeah. Great. But. Great dude. I would take a look at him. He just hit about 150 K or I think a hundred and maybe more than that now on, on TikTok. but he's partnered now. Um, nice. you know, he got a part, he got partnered in just a little over a year. Um, the dude, he's just great. He's good. Great. Again, he worked in like, he worked in a, an organ, like in a finance organization. So he kind of understands kind of like analytics yeah. and everything like that. And so like, he's another guy that I kind of look at for a lot of other things as well, outside of just like TikTok and whatnot. But yeah, those, I think with those three would be like awesome TikTok yeah. creators that are just freaking great. Nice. All right. Uh, Sean, it's up to you. My next and final question is, you are given the keys to one video game IP of your choice to create one game. What game do you choose? Halo. Ooh. Good choice. Halo, Halo. bro. Halo Infinite presented by (laughs) Deadly Dill. That's right. Best (laughs) game ever. What would you, uh, without getting into too much detail, because you could probably talk about it for 20 hours because Halo is amazing. But like, what what would you do with it? Like, what direction would you take it? I mean, like, I would bring the game mechanics from like Halo Two because I loved Halo Two was my was my favorite. So like, bringing all mm-hmm. those mechanics to to Infinite, um, just make the freaking story boss. Like, I don't know. Like, I kind of I kind of go back to the direction how Bungie was doing it and whatnot. I didn't I didn't really like three oh three four three takeover. So that was mm-hmm. just me though. 
but yeah. yeah, no, I would just I would just make it the you know take it in the direction of making a boss battle royale too. I think Halo needs a battle royale. I think a lot of people yeah. disagree with that, but I think in order mm. for Halo to keep up with everything, needs a freaking boss battle royale, and not mm-hmm. making it making it kind of like an Apex style, um, right? You know, with a little combo of both. Like honestly, because Halo is like a Warzone, and then you know, kind of feel, and so is so so is you know with Apex as well. So just kind of like combining the two. And kind of just mm-hmm. making one boss battle royale with it as well. I think taking that direction, but then also making sure that the story is freaking amazing. Because I think all of us played Halo in the beginning for the story. Like we played multiplayer, mm-hmm. but I guess you know with our age group, like we played Halo for the story. Like we loved the story, you know. And mm-hmm. then playing multiplayer like private matches with our friends. So just bringing that yeah. back too, bringing that also that that kind of aspect too, making a priority to even make like Halo Six like force player split screen because like. Because that's mm-hmm. not existent anymore. Because after Halo Five, they took that away. Yeah, right. So I yeah, like that. Dude, Halo, dude, I love gotta, Halo, man. We're gonna get some Halo so lobbies and in Mas- Master Chief Collection going on. Yeah, oh, yeah that'd dude. be so fun. Yeah, I've been playing it off stream. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I've been playing oh, it yeah. to get better at keyboard and mouse. Ooh, that's, oh, that's yeah. a good one. That's a good game yeah. to do it in. I've been playing Halo Two, uh, the anniversary edition, to get better at keyboard and mouse so it's been helping mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. that's why yeah just halo all around dude i love halo so freaking me much mm-hmm. um for me i would probably say gears i would go gear six and Ooh. i would complete yeah i would completely try to re re like energize or you know resurrect the uh what's going on or what happened with five because it had an abysmal launch. The story was phenomenal, but you couldn't even connect with co-op. Like the the, the rank system was completely screwed. You'd win a game and go negative rank points. <laughs> yeah. For the first month of the game. Dude, that's um, insane. I forgot about that. That's funny. Yeah, they charged like tw- three times the price that Fortnite did in the store for skin. Like you'd buy one singular skin for a gun, and you'd pay like it'd be like twenty dollars. Whoa. In a sixty dollar um, game. <clears throat> in a sixty dollar wow. game. Um. There was the the rewards were like you wouldn't play for rewards like as you leveled up like in Gears Three when they did it they did it really well. This podcast um, is actually a great like <clears throat> chronology of Gears Five because we started mm-hmm. when it launched and then if you listen oh, to like crazy. maybe the first like ten fifteen episodes it's kind of like the story of Gears Five that was t- told through us. That's kind of funny. You just tore into it it weekly. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And then when it finally got good, we're just like so (laughs) defeated. We're like, it's good now, but who cares? (laughs) Yeah, who cares? We're still talking trash about it because it sucks. (laughs) We should have just had the podcast, like, it damn well could have been called, like, Why We Hate Gears Part One through 10. You know what I mean? Like, chilling with gears, bro. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I would, I would probably, honestly, I would try a Gears Battle Royale too. Um, I think I the think competitive, that yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, the competitive scene, they, they're really trying to push escalation, but execution, you know, or a search to search and destroy mode would do really well with gears. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like obvious things that they could do, but they just, I don't know what's going on. Like half their team left, uh, half the coalition's like gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably do exactly what you would do with Halo. I'd probably do a gears. Yep. But yeah. Mm. I would make um, I would make PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale too, <laughs> bro. Um, except they wouldn't be called that. I don't know exactly what I would call it. the The game's code name before it was officially revealed was Title Fight, and I think that's a dope name. So Ooh, I might just go back to Title Fight. Sick. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
and I would make it, uh, I would be really torn on if I would go full blown smash bros clone like they should have done. Bro. Or if I would make it a traditional one V one fighting game, maybe a two V two tag. It would be yeah. really, really hard. My The fighting game fan in me would like make it a 1v1 fighting game, but the business side of it would say go full-blown Smash Bros. clone. Um, Bro. And like, <laughs> Bro. Yeah. And the, like every, it's, it's no secret that the roster isn't what it should have been, like missing huge names like Crash and Cloud and right. uh, people like that. Um, but I would just... I, I feel like I would be able to... like put it in the direction where people were hoping when the game was first announced. And even though I love the game, it didn't nearly do what it was supposed to. And it could have been so much better. Um, obviously I'm sure everyone thinks that they can make the best version of everything, but right. I really think I could, uh, steer us down a good path of having PlayStation all-stars be maybe not smash bros level because smash has a legacy of decades at this point, And Nintendo character like Mario is just, it's Mario. What are you going to do? Of course, but, smart. Yeah, hundred percent. You can't. If you can't. Mm-hmm. That's why Nintendo never loses its value. Too Mario never loses value. Yeah, right. ever, forever. So yeah, forever yeah. Mario will be king in that. Yep. Even after he died. Exactly. But <laughs> but PlayStation has no short list of amazing characters. Oh, hundred percent. It's just so easy to make a game like that. That I think, uh, given the proper budget, time, people totally could knock it out of the park. And I would somehow, I don't know how I would pull this off, but I would fight for my life to put it on, to make it a multi-platform game. Bro. Um, yeah. If you can't play it. Oh, and it has crossplay and rollback net code, obviously. And yeah. it's going to be the greatest fighting game anyone's ever played ever. Bro. Mm-hmm. Dude. Okay. So can I say one more? Cause now one just came to mind that I'm okay. So I'm a huge star Wars fan, huge mm-hmm. star Wars fan. So I don't know. I played there was a there was a game's called The Knights of the Old Republic for the Xbox. Hell yeah. And bro, if I could if I could if I if I had the opportunity to be like, yo, we're making a Knights of the Old Republic 3. Freaking bring that back, remaster all the old ones and put it for current so that way the graphics are not looking like blocks. Yeah. And freaking do that, I would every Star Wars fan on the face of the planet that's ever played that game would buy it. Thousand percent. Damn. Because that's what they want. That's the highest selling People game People want Old Republic, man. My gosh. Yep. They, anyway, I think yep. they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a good game. It's so sad what the Star Wars <laughs> video game license ended up being, like how EA got it, and yep. they just totally squandered it. And they now, did. supposedly, it's it's like better, more like it's not exclusive to EA anymore. No, but, it's Lucas Lucas Game Lucas uh, Games is back now. Lucas, whatever it's called. Lucas yeah games or whatever yeah and um so hopefully i'm sure hella star wars games are in development now but we did go a long time like fallen order is the only single player game that we've got it and is so good too it's so good and then i'm sure you can almost guarantee that respawn's making a second one of um course. and you know video games obviously take forever to make so they'll, they'll be coming as the as we go along but ea did not do very well with that especially they own bioware and they didn't we don't have an old republic 3 or a remake of the first one or that's a what reboot I'm or something that's like, what i'm saying like come they, on they, ea they, they had to mm-hmm. make anthem instead that's the so. worst game ever <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh i'm so glad i didn't buy it <laughs> yeah. yeah instead of that we got anthem and mass effect andromeda sick jeez mm-hmm. that's Sheesh. a that's a home run Sheesh. right there jeez <laughs> Right, uh, uh, okay, so the last question. question. Yep. If you could change one thing 
about Apex, what would it be? Oh, uh, skill based matchmaking. Really, hundred percent, dude. Cause like, I don't know, dude. I don't want to. I don't want to freaking drop. I don't want to freaking have a freaking high kill game and then freaking drop in a freaking match that has freaking people that are like a thousand times better than me and get wrecked all the time. Cause I get, I know when I'm in like a high level lobby, not just by the champion squad, but people are dropping people on the side of the screen. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like, Oh my gosh. So skill-based matchmaking has like ruined the game, but like, I don't know. I just don't, I just, I wish they would balance it out a little more. And also the bugs mm -hmm. too. I wish there would be yeah. less bugs and mm -hmm. less crashes and, all of that. I just want what every Apex player wants. Be able to load into a game without the worry mm. of a bug. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. sure. For yeah. sure. But I think, honestly, right now, Apex is the most balanced it's ever been. That's Same. just me. I think it's the most balanced. Yeah. I think the supports characters are screwed in certain things, but uh, right. that's just me. But, um, but yeah, I would just change that and, and just, you know, nothing really. I think maybe a couple seasons ago, I've been like, yeah, things need to change, but... I think right now it's the most balanced it's ever been. And um, mm -hmm. I think, honestly, it's in a really good spot. Same. What about you, Sean? Uh, I would turn gun volume down 50%. <laughs> and oh, yeah, true. That's that's probably my one thing. Maybe not like... It, it would... Audio is so difficult. But like when you're really far away, you shouldn't be able to hear fights as well as you can. Like in, right. in a fight, the gun volume is fine, obviously, but I would just like reduce the range that the sounds travel, you know, like maybe right. once it reaches 50 meters, instead of dropping 10%, it drops like 80% or like something right. drastic like that. So I would do it just to try to bring down third parties because it's like, if you're in, if you're in Olympus and you get in a gunfight, the entire, like the entire Matt lobby knows. just shoots their necks up like the ostrich meme or like an ostrich picture. And oh, yeah. they just all like their heads just come out and teams just come out of the woodwork. And next thing you know, the like year seventh partying people. So and you're done. Yeah. Yep. So obviously, yeah. obviously the, like the loudness of the shots isn't going to just totally fix everything, but I think that's a good step. And if I can only change one thing, I think that'd be a good start. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, because when the Spitfire goes burr, you know, oh my God, you know, yeah. <laughs> people are going to yeah. freaking come after you. Yeah, and like if I'm running Bangalore and I throw a Bangalore ult, literally from edge to edge, everyone knows. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. So. Like, oh shit, it's going down over here, and yeah, they're throwing all. Everyone so go, the one go, team go, must go, be go, hurt. go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We can get that fifth party, man. Mm -hmm. For real. Um. I would say I think Apex should, uh, instead of forcing all of the casual players to play like the, the new quote-unquote mode that they're testing oh, out dude yes they need to have a, a like a specified you know how some game like gears does this well where they have this thing called like beta test mode and it's like all the fun ideas that the devs want to try where they'll like tweak little things like slide speed or wall bound speed or you know ads or um, right. aim assist it would be really cool if Apex had that. You could throw a mech in there, throw or like a Titan, throw whatever you want in that mode. Mm -hmm. But when they like have like the ring, they made us play Ring Flare oh with an audio God. bug for two weeks straight. Right, that mode, and we, and we had to deal with it. Like it, the only way you could avoid it was play ranked. So I wish that Apex would just have like a specific dedicated mode for all that fun stuff. Right. And I think. If they, then they could have so much more fun with it because they could add like crazy, What you know how like Fortnite will have like impulse grenades and shot grenades and like all this fun yeah. traversal stuff. Yeah. Apex needs that for content. I agree. 
So that's that's, what yeah, that's a say. great idea, bro. Thank you. That was great. My gosh, I'm they should co- make you the, the CEO. Wait, I'm the co-CEO. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You're the co-CEO, baby. That's right. <laughs> you tell me that. You tell Wait. me the ideas. And I'll throw them out on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Just tag me. <laughs> right. Exactly. Just tag you. I'll give credit uh, where credit's due. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but that'd be sick, man. Because uh, I mean, I. I've been like, I don't know how other con like you, you mentioned it earlier, all of the content creators, quote unquote on apex. If you're posting to YouTube, it's either how do I do this tutorial or I popped off for this many kills. It's never right. Look at this super fun weapon or like thing that like I can do in the game. Like Fortnite, there's so many fun, like gadgets right. and stuff. And apex needs that for, I mean, it might not be in their best interest, but man, it could create some fun clips if you have oh, fun stuff like that. Yeah, hundred percent. I would love that. Yeah, I believe that wraps Uh, up our show. I think so. Yeah. Um, Where can the people find you? Um, Yeah, so I'm all over the place. I'm on, I'm on Twitch. Obviously, I'm on TikTok, Twitter, Mm -hmm. Instagram. Um, Everything is pretty much Deadly Dill Gaming, or if you just search Deadly Dill. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so that's that's better. Yeah, everywhere. I'm everywhere. Every platform you can find me. Deadly Dill Gaming or Deadly Dill. On all that stuff. Perfect. We'll ha- we'll have all the links in the description. Um, this episode will go out on uh, this Thursday at nine a.m. So the fifteenth will be you know promoted on Twitter. What you know whatever. Um, so you know about Sick. that. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This was episode seventy nine of the Chilling for Lives podcast. Make sure you go show Deadly Dills some love on uh you know all of the platforms we have him shouted out on. He's great. Check him out. Show him some love. And uh, thank you for spending, you know, this this uh, hour and 14 minutes roughly with us. Yeah, it was a lot dude. of fun. Oh, heck yeah. I hope you had fun. Oh, um, yeah. 100%. It was great talking to you guys. Yeah, man. Thank you for having us. Uh, you're the host now. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, thank you for so, joining uh, us. Anyway, on this channel, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All of you beautiful yeah, that, listeners, don't forget yeah, yeah. to subscribe, share the video, retweet the video on the Twitters, and share us with your everybodies and like it. And then rate us five stars on Apple if you think we deserve it, because that helps us out more than you will ever know. And we love you for it. We love you anyway, but we love you maybe just a little bit more. Just exactly. maybe. If you're lucky. Right. That's this was episode 79 of the podcast. We'll see you guys in episode 80. Thank you for joining. We're out. Later.